Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm now reading texts that talk about how you got a ride, how you knew you had the, that it was only 25. Mm-hmm. But I'm supposed to believe you that it's a $300 couch and not a $150 deal. Yes, right? Even yes. though right now I just caught you in a lie. This is the plaintiff, Mary Love. She says she sold her couch to the defendant, a co-worker. And the defendant didn't pay her. And they both got fired from their jobs because of all the drama the defendant created. That's right. The defendant owes her $1,300 for all she's now out. And she thinks the judge is definitely going to rule in her favor today because the defendant is just plain wrong. This is the defendant, Passion Allen. She says the plaintiff is one of those impulsive, impatient people. And even though they worked out a payment plan for the couch, she changed their deal because all of a sudden she was in a big rush for her money. She disrespected her with other co-workers, made their business public, and lied to management saying she threatened her. And if anyone's owed money today, it isn't the plaintiff. She's accused of couching issues. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $500 for pain and suffering. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see it? Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Ms. Love and Ms. Allen, the two of you worked together at a hotel chain, and you were moving out and needed to get rid of a couch? Yes. You were interested in the couch? Yes. Okay. How much were you selling the couch for? $300. How much did you agree to sell it to her for? $300. According to you, that's not true. Yes. Um, she told me that she was going to sell it to me for $150, as well as other people that we worked with. Okay. Um, so now you need the couch taken out of there. You go over and pick it up without having paid anything? Yeah. She told me that because she was in a rush to move out, she was moving in with her daughter, from what I recall, and the couch was the only thing left to move. She said she just wanted she it out. She needed it out of there. Yeah. She said she didn't, she didn't so want to just So what was the deal you were supposed to pay when then? Um, I told her I couldn't give her the first payment until two weeks after I got the couch because I do banquet serving. So I only work when there's events and there wasn't really any events the next two weeks. Okay. And, and was she, she fine that. with that? Yeah. She said that was fine. All right. And what happened? 
That's not correct. Oh, okay. What do you say the agreement was? The agreement was that she was supposed to pay me four payments of $75 each. After the first, after the second week when she didn't pay me, I told her I needed my money and she said she wasn't working. She wasn't working because she got into an altercation with one of the other girls and she wanted to quit. She wrote a letter to the boss asking to be taken off of the schedule. That's why she wasn't working. And I told her that's not my problem. If you're having a problem with someone else, I need my money for my belongings. So you told her, well, that's not my problem and I need you to pay. Do you have any evidence that the agreement was 300 bucks? Um, in my text messages, no, not of the price. No, we verbally, um, and there was Talk nothing in writing between you two about what the price was? No, ma'am. Okay, so go on. So I let her come pick the furniture up, and it was a couch. It was a couch and a chair, the matching chair. It just wasn't the couch alone. I gave it to her because she said that she was getting ready to move into a place and she needed furniture. She didn't have any furniture for her and her son. So I knew that she was working, you know, those days and I would be seeing her. But as time went on, she wasn't coming to work at all. So I got a little frustrated and I went off like, can I get my money? And she said, yes. When I arrived at her house to pick up the first payment, she didn't open up the door for me. She sent me a text message and stated that the money was in the mailbox. It was only $25 in the mailbox. How much did you think was going to be the $75? $75. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And did 20... she tell you it was only going to be $25? No, she did not. I called Why her... was there only $25? I have in text messages me saying that I was going to give her a $25 payment. She knew that... May I and... see those text messages? Yes, of course. Did she know driving over there that it was only going to be $25? Yes, ma'am. Let me see. No, ma'am. That, that was the week before she was supposed Just to Just a second, ma'am. Okay. She says, come get the $25. That was oh, that was prior. I was coming to get $25 for my son one night. You, hold on one second. How many times did you drive to her house and get money from a mailbox? Once. Right. You have testified to me that you expected 75. That's what your complaint says, mm -hmm. that you were shocked that you paid more than 25 to get there in a taxi. I'm now reading texts that talk about how you got a ride, how you knew you had the, that it was only 25. Mm -hmm. But I'm supposed to believe you that it's a $300 couch and not a $150 deal. Yes, right? Even yes. though right now I just caught you in a lie no, about no, no. whether or not you took a cab there. No, it wasn't. I got a ride there. I got an Uber right. ride You said there. that you, you got an Uber there ride? It was an Uber ride, yeah. Okay, I'm trying to find a ride. I can't walk in this weather. This is the same time. There's only one time you went to go get money. Why are you saying that you thought it'd be 75? Because when I discussed it with her, she was supposed to have been paying me $75 Yeah, I know that, payment. but she texts you then, come get the 25. That's, that was after, that was days later. I didn't go get that money from her the first day. I went and got the $25 I, I to get You're just yelling son. words that don't respond to me. I need you to listen to my question because it's real specific. I'm not gonna get lost in just you throwing 50 words at me. Listen to my question. And your complaint, you said, I drove there to get 75 and I paid for a cab. That's your word, okay? Uber, well, when, sorry. No, nah, I think we all know the difference between a cab and an Uber, but that's okay. Then I see the text that she told you, I've only got 25, come and get the 20. And you say, yeah, I gotta get a ride, you know? Which, that, show me your Uber receipt. So I mean, open have, your Uber account. No, no, it's right in your Uber account. You no, think I don't, I don't do Uber? I don't have Uber. I don't have it. Oh, well, then how is it that you took an Uber with no Uber account? You have no receipt. You have no proof that it cost you 30. And I, she shows me proof that you knew you were only going to get 25. You think it's a little thing, but it's not a little thing. Because you have a deal to do a purchase for something with no written evidence of the deal. 
So it becomes important when there's a riff between you two about what it is that is owed that I figure out who's telling the truth. And if I catch you in a lie like that, where you're trying to make the case better, then her argument, judge, she's trying to make the case better, saying it's $300, starts to carry some weight, right? Now, she goes there, she gets a 25, and what happens the next day in text between you two? The next day, she sits there and she sends me this long text about like how she doesn't owe me a thank you and I'm disrespectful. She doesn't owe me anything. And I completely agree. Like, I, you're right. You don't owe me anything. I don't want no thank you from you or anything. I just wanted to know that you got it. So basically, we got into that argument about that. And it goes crazy. I'm going to make this easy for you. We can just settle it in court because you're not going to disrespect me. You felt she was disrespecting you because she had kind of an attitude? Yes, ma'am. You couldn't text and say you got it? I'm not worried. You're getting your money like I've been said. And then don't have to worry about me speaking to you ever again. What ends up happening? Which of you goes to management? Um, Who went to management? She ended up going to management. And, and you say she went to management. Management. Human resource came to me. She and said, called me and asked me, what is going on with you and passion? I said, she's refusing to pay me. So you think she went to them? Yes, ma'am. How do you know a third party didn't go to them? Were you yakking about this at work? No, I, well, I talked to friends of yeah, mine. Yeah, maybe yes. the friends went. Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. Would you do business with a coworker? Whether it's selling a car, a couch, doing whatever. Yeah, I guess it kind of depends on the business, but you know, Coworker, you, you work with the coworker to begin with, so I guess That's it could true. be. You know? what, what's the downside yeah. to doing this? What's the problem with work, of doing business with a coworker? You could get in a fight and like. And then what happens? Could lead to issues. It does lead to issues, right? What ha What's the? Would you? Okay. Would you? Are she a friend of yours? No. Oh, well, she. We don't know each other. She is right sure. now. Okay. Oh, yes. You guys are friends. Sure, yes. Would you do business with her? Well, you know, if I've seen her work ethic and I feel like you're a hard worker, then yeah, we could. Would you do business with her? Say no. Of course I would. Uh, <laughs> going inside the courtroom. Did, the, did your work see the text between you two? And that's where I tried to get an investigation going because when he tried to tell me that I was the one that threatened her first, I asked him if he looked in the text where she said, don't come back to work. He said, no, I didn't see that text. Okay, so I everybody just hold on. Hold on. So from you. Okay, let me start this message over again because I don't think you understood what I was saying last night. You're a very disrespectful in the way you talk to me. So I feel it's best that I just take this to small claims court because I'm not going to drag this out weeks in advance with you. The agreement was, oh, we do have in writing what the agreement was. The agreement was you give me 75 one week and 75 the next week. That's 150, that's not 300. It was supposed to have been $300. Then why did you, 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 not her, why did you say the agreement was you give me 75 one week and 75 the next week? Well, at that particular time, I don't remember exactly what was going on, but it was never 150. Well, then why wouldn't you say the agreement was and maybe that you give me 75 was... this week and 75 the next week and 75 the next week? and 75 the next week. Why wouldn't that be what you said in your text? Correct, I didn't, I didn't say that. That's so weird though, right? Because if I sell something for 300, I know I sell, sold it for 300. Unless you sold it for 150 and you're committing perjury. No, then, and I'm yeah. not. Well, it's in your writing. It's yeah. your text to her. 
And then you say to her the following week, come and get a payment. Why does somebody have to go to your house to get a payment? Why aren't you just making the payments? I said that to her because I hear from multiple coworkers she's disrespecting my child at work. How? And me. She's telling people my son, which is, is it is in text. She's telling people my son's dirty. He's two years old. Saying about how I'm a bum that can't afford furniture. I Mind you, I could have afforded furniture. I just wanted to get her furniture so I didn't have to go and buy furniture. And so I didn't feel like, yes, I owed her the money and I was going to pay that to her. But I didn't feel like I should have went out my what way. What did your job end up thinking about this? We both don't have our job. <laughs> It was wrong. Oh, you both got fired? Yeah. Yeah. So you tell her, bring your blank since you know where I live. Remember these words and you ain't getting a dime. Then you're both threatening each other back and forth and work did the right thing, firing both of you. All right. So what has been paid? Just the $25 yes, and nothing else? Okay. You owe her another. The court finds that the deal was for $150, not $300, because the only evidence I have of it is from your words saying the deal was you pay me 75 this week and 75 the next, period. There's a period after the sentence. So I'm going to deduct the 25 from the 150, and that means you still owe $125. As for pain and suffering, I think you both inflicted pain and suffering on each other. On your counterclaim, same answer to that. That's garbage. So 125 you owe her, and that's that. So the plaintiff prevails, but not for what she was seeking. And Passion Allen has just come out of the courtroom. You still owe her 125 bucks. Yes, um, I'm not happy. I feel, I mean, actually, no, she does, you know, she, she, deserves, she deserves that. But I still feel like I should have got a counterclaim because okay. all this other stuff. But I feel like that was a good decision. But you got the couch. Yeah. Okay. Which is going away. But okay, yeah. good enough. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Well, it's your own. You know, what you what you put on the phone, send her your email. That That's what cooked your goose as far as the 300. Huh? You don't get the 300. Exactly, but I'm glad that I did win because I was rightfully owed that. So was it worth it losing your job? Actually, this? I didn't lose my job. I'm in litigation right now, and my job was rendered. Hers was terminated. So I'm fine with it. I'm back with the company, and I'm happy. Okay, well, good enough. Good enough. Thank, Thank you, you much. Congratulations. Okay. Harvey? Doug, I got to tell you, I think it's really dicey to do business with somebody you know, not that you shouldn't, but if you do, get everything in writing. And that will do it for this case. Litigants, for the next case, you want to take a picture? Okay. On their way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Aisha Staves Monsey. She says she rented a house from the intimidating defendants who threatened her and eventually evicted her. She had to hire a lawyer because what the defendants did was illegal. They still owe her money for her security, and she's here in the good name of justice, seeking the $2,850 she says she's owed.
These are the defendants, David and Henry. David says the plaintiff was legally evicted because she was running an illegal business out of the dwelling. The plaintiff left trash, debris from the illegal business, and damage to the driveway when she vacated, and they simply don't owe her a penny. They're accused of being mean landlords. All parties, please use your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff rented a house from the defendants and claims that they threatened to wrongly evict her. But the defendants say the eviction was on the up and up and the plaintiff was running an illegal business at the house. It's the case of eviction affliction. Okay, can you step to the left a little bit because you're right. Also, can you take your sunglasses off? Thanks. Okay, Ms. Staves Monsey, you yes, were renting from BNB Investment. Yes. That's was there ever a lease? Yes. May I see it? I do not have it. Do you have a lease? I have the second lease, the first lease. And the second lease kind of explains what the first lease included. Well, how much was the security deposit? Um, it was a thousand dollar deposit and nine fifty for the first month's rent or first and last or last month's rent. So it's a thousand dollar security deposit and nine fifty. You lived there for how long? Five years. Actually four and a half years. Would have been December if I wouldn't have got illegally evicted. So yeah, December. Okay. Now when you say you were illegally evicted, what does that mean? Well, I was I he filed an illegal eviction on me like. How a so? What made notice. it illegal? Well he said that I was non-compliance with the code enforcement. Because because my son, he says that my son was operating a mechanic shop within the home. Chop shop? Yeah, no. In front, do, working on cars yeah, in front of the house? Yeah, he was working on motors in okay. the garage. And why did he say that? Do you um, know? Because the, it was new neighbors that moved in 2018. Mm -hmm. And of course they complained about my son being to outside. To who did they complain? To the code enforcement. Ooh. And code enforcement then issued warnings to them. So what is illegal about well, the eviction? The eviction was, the reason why they said it was illegal was because I did not pay rent. And I paid rent. But then he changed it once he got to court with his attorney. That's not and, an attorney. Well, no, that's what he represented himself in June. And my At, attorney... To the court? Yeah. No. My attorney verified it. No, Your Honor, never. Yes. He was... his. Def Code defender or what representative? Because I had an attorney. Well, represent. But did he say I'm an attorney? Yeah, that's what my attorney informed me. Never, well, he's here with his attorney, honor. and I would look down and I was like, "Well, this looks like the guy that's been walking around my home. <laughs> like, who is this? Because I have cameras. I, my son put cameras up, and so we were like, "Why does this guy keep coming up to the house? He's coming there. He's not leaving notes. He's just just looking to see what's going on." So when we got to court, June first or June third to contest the eviction. We saw him. Well, what and, happened at that contest? Well, it was dismissed due to the terms of me moving out on August the 31st. That's called a settlement. That's not well, a Well, it was a settlement, right. but he said that if I didn't sue him for my attorney fees in court in June, that he would allow for us to stay to August the 31st. So then why are you suing for attorney's fees today? Well, because because he allowed me. you to stay, and you stayed a day later, and then you're suing him for the attorney's no, fees the today, too. The only reason why I stayed a day later was because Mr. Henry refused to verify my rental history and I have proof showing that that's, my the place where I rented to was trying to verify rental history. Uh, that's a you problem. Never, get out and go somewhere yeah, else which for a is day. True, which is you don't true. you don't get to stay a and day. A How many days through. past the, the, the agreement did you stay? Um two days. Oh well, you don't get to stay two more days there. You gotta go couch surf. Well, because I your I agreement have, was to stop uh -huh. and listen. Uh -huh. Your agreement was to leave a certain day and yes. you violated the agreement. 
Well, I, I not they violated the agreement. They let he let you stay there until then. Okay, well that's and fine. And the deal want... was that in return for that, you wouldn't seek your attorney's fees, and yet you've come here seeking nine hundred dollars in attorney's fees. Well, I don't even. The only reason why I included that because on his itemized billing, he's charging me fifteen hundred dollars for attorney fees. Attorney fees for in his itemized and he didn't billing. Explain it. Where this bill right here that he's the reason why he's keeping my deposit. Okay, give me what you've got. So this is the document that you filed, the notice of intent, which Florida law requires, saying I'm keeping your security deposit and here's why. And in it, you talk about, it's very hard for me to read this. Can I see the original? Yeah, it's going to be just as bad. Where's the original? Where are your leases? Where are your originals? Who do you save them for if not me? Where are they? Can't find them? I went through a really nasty divorce. And unfortunately, my ex-wife kept all my business documents. Okay. Uh, damages. $100 for garage cleaning? Yes. Pull the, yes. the specific pictures of the garage cleaning out for me to look at. So this is this is garage cleaning or is this what you meant? So this was at the driveway okay. and we had a hurricane that was coming. So she moved the stuff back into the garage because she hadn't scheduled for the day that she was supposed to move out or the day before she was supposed to move out when they do bulk So we this call is her garbage cleanup. on September 5th. Which and, hurricane? And... and Dorian. Dorian. And what is this stuff? Is it hurt. just garbage? Yeah, we cleaned out the whole house, painted, and it's just garbage that we right, were Right, but why didn't you get rid of the garbage? Because there was a truck. It was, it was supposed to be a heavy, it was the first of the month, so that on Wednesday, they come through with the heavy trash and pick up the heavy trash. Because of the Well, either that or you can go to the dump, which delayed. is a pain. I know it's a pain to go to the dump, but well, there is no, another solution. It wasn't get a pain, but I had already scheduled for the dump to come pick it up. Like Three the days city. into September. Like, let me just tell you how it's supposed to work. This is mm -hmm. what other people do. They're supposed to be out a certain day, then they get out a certain day. And that may include inconvenience to you, which means that you got to go to the dump. You understand? In any event, you were also keeping 1500 for the driveway rep repair. Who um, wants to talk about that? The driveway was damaged for the First, I'd like repair. to see the pictures of it. So I'd like to see before and after pictures to see if it was damaged or it came damaged. There is the oh, I don't have a quote unquote before picture from five years ago. We don't have that, but, Your Honor. But when um, I you bought should always, as a, as a landlord, let me just tell you, that particularly because your phone takes pictures, you should always have pictures of the way you hand a place to a tenant so that you have the comparison to show that, hey, they damaged it. Here's the other picture. I wonder what on earth even caused that, because it's not a car that um, caused it. Was on that blocks. was from blocks and them yeah. working on the cars, and we have several days of um, surveillance with photographs documenting that. Do you have surveillance photographs that show blocks on this part? Mm, you can see the cars. I don't know if you, I'll, I'll show you the photographs. There's Let me plenty. see. Them. You have pictures that you say are from when you moved in. And you are saying that this particular, because I want to show you the particular damage we're talking about. That's the damage we're talking about. You see what part of the house that is? Mm -hmm. OK. Are you suggesting that that was that way when you got the house? Yes. So this is the one picture that you're Before. talking about that, according to you, shows the cracks they're talking about. Certainly shows cracks in the driveway in a lot of places. All right, so now you're also asking for 1500 in legal fees on what, on the, on the eviction? Uh, I retained. Uh, Why did you just point to him? You retained him to what?
I retained him to go do surveillance and, and try to help me solve the nine different code violations. Okay. When you say resolve the code violations, do, are you out any money because of it? Like, did they fine you? They, they did not fine me okay. that anything that I had to pay. Okay. But to, to also to get her evicted, I had to hire this gentleman to help represent me for He can't for represent eviction. you in an eviction? Yeah, he can. He Can you? Because last I heard, that was a lawful practice of law in the state of Florida, because right. I'm from I'm Florida. I'm not representing him. Um, he hired me. He to just try said to he hired you to represent but, him. But to try to resolve the problem, I think the first thing I did Did was, you say I am representing him when you got to the court? No. No, Your Honor. I oh, never, he thinks I, you're representing I him. I never represented myself as and an he attorney. Th look at him. He's in shock. He's like, I, I thought he could represent me. That's what I hired him for. How much did you pay him to represent you in court? Well, not to represent me in court, try to resolve the problem. Okay. No, yeah, now you know what the company line is? All right. But what is blinds? Stop. What is, bl is this blinds? Is that the other word here? Blinds? Yes. $20? Okay. And then I don't know what this says. Oh, lawn. Yeah, lawn? there was a lawn maintenance issue with the, uh, also in noncompliance as well. Are you saying that you had to pay for the lawn maintenance between July and August? Yes. No, I'm, listen, I want you to stop talking and I want you to talk. This is your handwriting, right? I can't even see that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> the you made me take my glasses the, off. No, no. I, I thought you knew I was reading your notice of intent to keep yes, the security button. Yes, I did. I did That's write, you. Yes, okay, correct. so what did you mean when you said lawn maintenance July and, through, and August? You paid in July. Yes. And you paid in August. So she's Correct. still living there and you're paying for lawn maintenance. Correct. Is she supposed to pay for lawn maintenance? No, she's supposed to actually do the lawn maintenance, whether she pays it or not, pays somebody to do it or right. not. So it she's supposed to, to maintain is what I meant. That's correct. All right. His glasses are prescription, so you can't see, but why are they Here dark? Go. It's on the Because of our lights. Uh, lights give Make me them dark. They're gradient. Migraine headache. Migraine headaches. Go ahead. You can put them back on. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So I do see proof that they paid. Just, can I see that lease again? <laughs> Why don't you keep a copy of it? <laughs> like, you know, in a way that you can access it. But what is it for? Because she Because I wanted to show you uh, section uh, 15 that shows that she's responsible for any legal fees or any other fees that are reasonable in case of uh, eviction or any, anything. And, and you are correct about that. Thank you. Can you show me proof that you had $1,500 in legal fees? Uh, beyond just the actual uh, invoice that, uh, that what? it's like a retainer fee. From who? From from BMB to, uh, to Jedberg who? Group. To who? To Jedberg Group. Who's that? It's my it's my company, Your Honor. Oh, it's, so it's those a, are your legal fees? Well, they're not legal fees. No, they well, yeah, fees. no, right. They're not legal fees, right. Fees for and you're entitled to legal fees, not to hire no, somebody actually, for a lawful practice of law. Okay, so no, you don't get legal fees and you don't get to keep it for legal fees when you never went and hired a lawyer. It's one way or the other, pals. Go ahead, what were you gonna show me? Where are the blocks? I don't see blocks. On those pictures, um, there are not blocks. Do you have any pictures blocks. that you said, what is the problem? You know see, I'm I not gonna let you make a statement to win your case that I'm yeah. not gonna make you prove. You don't get to just flop your gums in my courtroom. Do you or don't you have a surveillance pictures where cars are on blocks? So if you move into a place that has existing damage, how do you protect yourself so the landlord doesn't nail you for it when you move out? I think when you move in and you see damage, for sure let the landlord know first, right away when you get there so that they know that it was there. Okay, so you tell the landlord and then when you move out two years later, the landlord says, you never told me that. What do you do? Um, 
Come on, there's an answer to this. Who knows the answer? Anybody? Okay, what's the answer? We need to sue the guy. Nope, 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 nope. You file a lawsuit. No, come on, guys. Photograph. Yes. Take pictures, right? Yes. Take a picture and then make sure that it's dated and everything, okay, next to a newspaper. Going inside the courtroom. I never represented that I had pictures of cars on blocks. Which of you on that side said there were cars on blocks? The code enforcement officer told us when he was driving by the residence through the past year, the cars were up on blocks. Did he take pictures? Because that's normally what code enforcement does. Don't know, Your Honor. Let's talk about what's at play. You have $1,000 in a security deposit, and that other $950 is what? It's supposed to have been last month's rent. Right. Yes. Why would you ever have any right to that 950 when you I, ended up staying a couple of days in September. Well, he doesn't have to. I paid him 950 in rent before I for left. For August. For Did August. You, right. So I only, I wasn't really physically in the house. I don't I care. I was cleaning the house up and okay. painting. First of all, that's not even him. what you say yeah. in your own complaint. You mentioned that you couldn't move out. Yeah, you had to stay a few extra days. You don't get to stay a few extra days. And it's not prorated either. When you do that, you deprive that side of the opportunity to get somebody in there on September 1st. So that 950 is gonna go for the last month's rent. I can tell you that right now. Because there are consequences to overstaying and violating the agreement you had in the settlement. And that is that you owe another month's rent. Now let's talk about the thousand. He is claiming parts of it for the landscaping. Who ended up taking all that garbage that was in the garage out eventually? The neighbor across the street. All right, so you actually paid the neighbor. What did you pay the neighbor? It says $100 uh, yes. garage. Is that what you paid the yes, neighbor? Yes, correct. Okay. And then there are uh, miscellaneous things that you say were broken. Do you have pictures of those? No, I do not. Okay. There's the driveway repairs, which you have a hard time proving. I'm satisfied by looking at the pictures of these cracks all over the place that you really have no idea if this, in fact, was done by her son. But in order to keep the money for $1,500 for a driveway, you've got to be able to prove that. You got $1,500 that you're claiming for legal fees, but you never hired a lawyer. Well, actually, if I could say one more thing. Yeah. It, if the landlord employs an attorney or is forced to take legal action yes. due to tenant's violation, the tenant shall be responsible for all costs and reasonable fees as incurred yes, by the landlord. Yes, you are correct that your lease says that there's a provision for legal fees if you have to enforce the lease there. So you are correct that there is a world where if you spend money on a lawyer um, and or you spent money on filing fees, that's something you should be able to recoup. But the thing is, you didn't have legal fees in this case. Those are legal fees in a different case. That's the, the actual eviction case. So you would have to go back to eviction court with good reason and say she violated the order. Uh, she didn't get out on time. So now I want my legal fees, whatever the court deems to be legal fees. Be real careful, because that judge may also not like the kind of specter smell of um, hiring a non-lawyer to represent you. But in any event, all right, so what are you getting? The $100 cleanup fee to get the junk out, because she admits she never got it. The $125 for the landscaping, then the $75 additional for the landscaping, that's $300. And then also, you know, it's funny that you didn't list here, but I am finding that you're entitled to it. You, ha you didn't even claim for the thing that is most blaring that you're entitled to, which is the rent, but I'm gonna find that you're entitled to it because she violated the court order, the, the settlement agreement. So I find that you're entitled to the cleanup fee, the landscaping fee. 
So I find that you're entitled to deduct $300 from the 1,000, and I find that the plaintiff is entitled to $700. Good luck, folks. So the plaintiff does prevail. She's not going to get what she was seeking, but $700 is not bad to get back from her. You got a little lesson in the law here today. What are you thinking? Uh, I think I'm going to have to do better documentation next time. No question about that. Yeah. And you, sir, should have had better pictures. Pictures <laughs> of what you were looking for. Well, we documented what we were looking for initially, and then the case turned into yeah. a damage case. So yeah. okay. I think we did okay. So for the private eye, you learned a lesson too. Sure. Good enough. Thank you very much. Thank you must sign some documents, gentlemen. Ms. Davis, Marcy? Mons Monsey. Monsey. I'll get it, right? Okay. All right. You, so you get $700 yes. back. It's not $2,850 that you were asking for, but you yes. learned a lesson too. I did. I learned a very good lesson to make sure I continue to document everything while very I'm living in someone else's home. Very good. Yes. Very good. Good Thank lesson you. to learn. Thank, Thank you. you very much. All right, Harvey. Okay. I got to tell you something. It is critical when you move in. Not, you're not looking for obvious damage. Look for imperfections because when you move, believe me, if you move out and there's an imperfection that you didn't notice, landlord's going to dock you for it. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Robin Maracle. She says she hired the defendant to move some of her stuff into a storage unit, and the careless guy broke her 60-pound wooden jewelry box, denies breaking it, and refuses to discuss the matter. Well, she's not about to let this louse get away with damaging her property, then just ignoring her like she doesn't exist. So she's suing him here and now for $400, the cost of the box. This is the defendant, Matthew Walker. He says the jewelry box was taped together, and when he moved it, it was already broken. This woman's just trying to pin the blame on him unfairly. She complained about the damage 16 hours after the move, even though she was there supervising the move and didn't say a thing about any damages. Oh, her? No way. He's accused of denying responsibility. All parties, please hit your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff hired the defendant to move some stuff. It says the mover broke a 60-pound jewelry box, but the defendant says, not true. He didn't break anything. It's the case of disrespecting the family jewels. You're welcome. Okay, Ms. Miracle, you are suing Mr. Walker's company, two brothers and a truck. Yes. Uh, are there really two brothers anywhere there or no? It's two bros and a truck. Oh, but two yeah. bros. <laughs> so everyone's the bro. All right, two bros and a truck, okay for damaging some items during a move. When yes. did you move? I moved May 1st. Okay. Did you notice right away that they had broken something? No, or? I did not. Okay. I, Were you present during the up move? I woke up during the night and I noticed that I couldn't see my jewelry box. And normally you would see it standing about so high. And I called my son and I said, where's my jewelry box? And he said, Mom, it's on the floor. Somebody broke the legs off. Okay, so uh, so when the movers came to the new place, did they put things where they belonged? Like, did they put, this goes in the bedroom, this goes in the whatever? So yes. how, I'm just curious why you didn't notice that day. You know, I think probably because they had so, so much, much going, going on. on. All right. And I didn't notice it until that night when I woke up. Okay, so when do you contact them? 
On May 2nd. The very next day? Yes. And what did you say to him? Listen, your guys broke my... My jewelry box. And? And he told me that I was crazy. And that you were crazy? Yeah, I was okay. crazy. My jewelry box was broken. And he told me, don't call me about this matter again. Okay. Was that how you responded to a client? <laughs> no. I okay. have the text messages right here. Okay. Um, and was had, it the very next day? It was a few days later. How, how, I, let me see the text messages in your phone, not sure. on a piece of paper where you've cut off the date. All right. So, first of all, you have her in your phone book as insane West Haven lady. That was for me, you I know. Well, you because know. Little I did you know. Yeah. Right, but it kind of lends credence <laughs> to her statement that you were disrespectful and called her crazy, but okay. <laughs> the back and forth, don't call me again, uh, happens on May 30th, a lot later. But the uh, I see you trying to reach him on May 4th. Mm-hmm. And I see you sending pictures later in the game on May 30th. I don't know if you had sent pictures early, but I don't think so, because you're taking these pictures and sending them and saying, please go through your insurance. He says, insurance doesn't cover furniture that's been damaged or broken prior to our arrival. What is your policy with your drivers on taking photographs of broken? Because that's a, you know, this is like a really easy thing. It's the legs are completely broken. What I have seen movers do is just Take their phone out and take a picture of it. Did you guys do that? Well, they didn't break it in the first place. I, did you hear my question? What was my yes, question? Yes, yes. What they, was my question? If they take a picture of furniture that they break. No. Do they take a picture of furniture they don't want to be accused of breaking? That means when their eyes come upon something and a homeowner is saying, please move this item for me, and it is already broken, like you are claiming in this text your drivers told right. you, do you not have a protocol to have them take their phones out and snap a picture to show they didn't do it? We do. However, there is a lot of broken furniture in the storage unit and the claimant was there and they had. To I understand that there's a lot of packed stuff inside of the storage room that you're moving her from. By the, by the way, you stated that there was a picture of that. Do you have the picture? I couldn't find it. It's on a different phone. OK, so according to you, it's really, really packed, but you can't. And there's a phone somewhere that has proof of it, but you don't have it for court. I don't know why you take the picture. I'm the person you're trying to take the picture for. That's who I am. How do you protect yourself uh, from a moving company that might damage your property? <laughs> okay, sir. My first option is always to sue them. It's the best. It's the best. Well, you could sue them. That's an, there's an issue there. How do you protect yourself? I don't know. I just move myself. I do it. I'm strong. So what'd you do? Oh, oh you did it yourself. I would just move myself. Anybody have an idea? Yeah, yeah. Last. Yeah, yeah. No ideas? Okay, going inside the courtroom. According to him, there's a written contract. According to you, you never signed anything? No, I don't recall. Okay, is there a written contract? Yes. May I have the original Absolutely. contract? Not a picture of the contract. It's but right the, here. Thank you, perfect. So usually on these contracts, they're all the same standard. Well, that's why, Uniform Household Goods Bill of Lading. But there is going to be that standard disclaimer of anything other than, if, unless she buys separate insurance, it's 60 cents a pound? Right, Your Honor. Did you buy separate insurance, ma'am? No, I did not. Okay. Um, your signature's down here. Tell me if that's your signature. And right next to it, not buried you know, anywhere else, but right next to it, it says, I hereby agree to give you my shipment for just 60 cents a pound unless I pick something else. And you didn't pick something else. So take a look at that. Because that means that no matter what, even if I were to find that they broke it, mm -hmm. that it's $36. That's what you're capped at. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah.
Maybe you can get it repaired for that. I tried to repair it on my own. Yeah. And it Did won't. Did it fall? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks to me like the kind of thing that gets damaged during moving, I'll be honest with you. Who puts this tape on? You or them? <laughs> I did. You did, right. And then you put another tape across it because you had wanted, you didn't want the jewelry box to open because you didn't take the jewelry out of the jewelry, so you wanted all the drawers exactly. to stay shut. It's still And in then there. these um, legs, I guess the wood split? Yeah. And then the legs are just lying on top of it? That's how you find it? Yes. Yeah, you know, if you go to move something and it looks like this, you should be noting it, right? So I don't think it looked like this. Uh, you know, it's always relevant to me how late in the game they call because the more time that passes, then the, the less you're able to prove that it was them and not maybe you guys in the middle of the move because there's a lot of mayhem going on. Oh. But I think it was a pretty, a pretty tight schedule. But you've got the much bigger problem, which is you're not going to get $400 because you didn't buy insurance for that. Right. You specifically agreed to the 60 cents a pound, which is the industry standard when you don't buy insurance. So that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And I am going to find in your favor, but in the okay. amount of $36. That's right. my verdict. Good luck, okay. folks. Thank you. So the plaintiff was suing for $400, but you signed a contract, and the judge's hands were tied in this case. Do you understand? I do. Did I, you realize that before you, you no, filed I, the lawsuit? No, I did not. You didn't look at the contract? I didn't have a copy of it. I may have lost okay. it. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, what are you going to do now? You're going to get 30 bucks. What are you going to get uh, a new jewelry case? Not for $30. $36, <laughs> no. whatever it is. All right. Well, good luck to you. Sorry you couldn't prevail. You. All right. Thank, thank you very you. much. Okay, Mr. Walker. <laughs> Did you know, obviously you knew the situation here. You, the contract was signed. You were really not obligated to pay more, right? Right. Yeah. She had forgotten that she had signed it. It's yeah. an honest, honest mistake. And um, I guess the real question is, do you think it really was damaged by your guys? I don't. And, and the judge's suggestion to take pictures of something before, probably a good idea. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, we usually do, but if the customer is standing right there and knows yeah. that it's broken and tries to... Would have helped you here. It would be great evidence for you. All right? Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Yep. Okay, Harvey. The key to this is you take pictures of all the expensive stuff before the move to prove it was in good condition.